Hello and welcome to another episode of the NUA Masters podcast. Uh, I'm joined here uh, with Emily Cannell. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, thanks for coming along. Now, let me get this right. You are a part-time year two student. Yeah. Um, so you're coming to the end of your course and you're an MA fashion. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Cool. How are you finding it so far? Um, or how has it been? How's it been? It's been an amazing course mm -hmm. um, and it's been really life-changing, actually. Mm -hmm. um, not just developing my practice, but it's made me think, it's really pushed me out of my comfort zone and um, developed my confidence levels and yeah, yeah. things like, you know, having the opportunity to do a podcast or, or talk <laughs> about my work in this situation is something that I would have really found quite daunting before, mm -hmm. but... Now look at you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll see how I get on anyway. So the idea about today is to really um, get behind sort of you, really, and mm -hmm. find out what you, who you are and what you, your art is all about and, and why, and a um, little bit about kind of what led you up to this point, mm -hmm. about this point, and maybe what's coming in the future. Yeah. Um, so let's get stuck in. Cool. Um, tell me a little bit about your practice and what you do. So my practice is not a traditional um, approach to fashion. Mm -hmm. So... I really look at some of the philosophical um, ideas about actually how fashion is made. Mm -hmm. um, and initially I started um, creating things outside in moments um, without pattern cutting. And I was really just using materials that I found. It was, it was almost like sculptural, I suppose, um, and the idea that it was outside and in a moment and people could come past and look at it um, led me on to sort of developing this practice where I was creating things in situations mm -hmm. as opposed to creating garments for people to wear down a catwalk or um, to be sold, to be made and to be as a commodity mm. um, to purchase. Mm. Um, so there is a massive crossover between my work and fine art mm. um, and I actually studied fine art as a as my degree. So the funny thing is, I, I started a degree in fashion um, and felt that it was quite restrictive. Um, and this was your BA? This was my BA. Mm -hmm. So I did my BA, probably jumping ahead a little bit. Um, but mm. I started my BA in fashion in 2009 um, mm. at Middlesex University. And after about a semester, I changed over to fine art. Um, because I thought it would be uh, it would allow me the freedom to really experiment with things without having to tie it down exactly what it was that I was doing. I think with fashion, you there's always quite, you've got to have a resolution to something or something completed or, um, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's quite interesting though because I've I've had the luxury of seeing some of your work and mm. um, we spoke a little bit about before when you were at the new master new, new masters, masters exhibition. exhibition. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I. I I wouldn't have guessed that you were a fashion student. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think um, it it really, I think it's, I, it, when you see your work, you can really tell the importance that you are, but also have a fine art background. Yeah, yeah. I think it really helps to communicate what yeah. you're trying to say. But um, yeah, thank you. So, you. so you did it at Middlesex, your BA? Yes. Um, yeah. And then, so when did you graduate from? I graduated in 2012. So it was, there's a bit of a gap mm. in my practice as it were um yeah I did my foundation did my degree and then I had to break from everything mm -hmm. um so I didn't manage to find any creative work and I I continued to draw occasionally but I kind of tried a different approach um to living which was getting a job 
um, in an office. <laughs> so that was the worst thing I ever did. Um, I was just talking to somebody about that, actually, and saying, you know, God, I can talk about my hiatus of <laughs> my break between uh, my degree and my MA was, yeah, it's not a lot of interesting things happened. But that's enough to inspire you to to motivate you to yeah. get to where you are now, right? And Definitely. I, have a, I think from... To, personally I've been in a very I can empathize I've been a very similar yeah. journey but so you started your MA in 2017 yes um why why NUA and, and why then and why an MA um I would got to the point where I was desperate to um pick up where I left off from my degree um and explore that side of myself again and see if I see what I was capable of doing basically mm-hmm. um and particularly with fashion because it was something that I never completed and I still had a desire to to do it it was still a, a pull there was still um it was still a dream as it were to, to complete that and to see if I could actually um be a designer or whatever mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do at the time per se but I just wanted to be involved um in the fashion industry in some way um so obviously I started making clothes at home and then I put my portfolio together um, and I applied for Norwich because, well, I saw an open day um, and it was, I, I live in Ipswich, so um, travelled down, um, couldn't go to London because it was really expensive and I thought, yeah. why do I need to go to London? It, if there's an amazing uni, I'll go and see what Norwich is like. Mm-hmm. There's an amazing uni up the road, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I met the course leader and um, I met, uh, past student Amy Ollett so we had a conversation um, and I, I explained to him my approach and I think I already knew how I wanted to approach it and that was with that unresolved kind of um, angle um, mm. and possibly looking at it in a different way but I wasn't sure what I'd come up with mm-hmm. at that stage um, and he said that's that's great you know we can facilitate that here and I told him about my background and um, it seemed like a uni that was open to a conceptual approach mm. Um and yeah, it, it it sounded like an excellent course. So yeah, it's interesting yeah. listening to you talk. And yeah, like sat if I made the maybe some of the reasons why doing an MA now or or doing an MA in fashion is to fulfil like that dream that you yeah. said before and almost fill that space. And mm. knowing some of the work that you've done um, and being um, specifically that space. Uh, around around that brutalist that piece mm. around the brutalist ar- architecture where you've yeah. draped around to create a body mm. all of it is almost like ethereal this mm, is for, yeah. if i had to sum it up in yeah, more from yeah. what i've seen yeah uh it's almost like you're giving shape to that idea or whatever it of is space yeah of yeah. space and it kind of reflects in the wider narrative of of you doing an ma and, and things like that i think definitely um there is a lot of me in my work and how i feel mm. about things and how i feel about myself in my place in the world mm-hmm. it definitely comes out in my work um, even though I didn't want that to be the case in the beginning. Oh, interesting. Um, so I'll, I'll explain what that piece was about that you're talking, that yeah, you just mentioned. Do, yeah. So um, I basically work in spaces. Um, and I decided to drape um, the architecture as opposed to having the mannequin there and using a body or a person. Because I felt as soon as you put a person into the picture... Um, the whole dynamic of of a of a shot or or and usually how we communicate things and how we view fashion and mm. and 
you know, on the from the other side, as it were, is through magazines and photography and film. Yeah, and absolutely. those are the things that we all look at for inspiration, or those are how we. I mean, fashion for me is is not an. It's not part of my. Um, I'm not one of those living art pieces per se, and I don't use fashion as my identity, um, even though it's a form of my identity. So it's not outwardly. I don't sort of dress myself, but I like to dress other things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it encompasses so many things. It's such a broad um, subject, and it touches everything really. I think. Mm. Um, but that whole yeah. So back to the work. I I, I was really interested in how. Um, space shaped um forms mm-hmm. um and how that that space or that platform that you're viewing something within can create an atmosphere or or change the way you look at something um and almost like creating a story yeah um or a narrative within uh, the picture um but very simplistically so there's no there's no real story that per se it's how does that object interact with the space and does that create and un- I mean the mm. story's unri- un- unraveled as I was making the work so it became like this figure of probably an ethereal nature um that was um traveling around the space so I used um the first space that I went to was Langard Fort in Felixstowe mm-hmm. um and it was a it's just somewhere that I was um drawn to it's kind of had an le- electric um pull yeah. towards it so um I thought, why not use uh, the locations that are around me locally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because they're accessible and they're beautiful. And um, Felixstowe is a lovely seaside town. Um, and there's this area of natural beauty called Langard Point, And it's where, um, interestingly, it's where the docks are. So the main port of Felixstowe, so you've got all the container ships coming in. Mm-hmm. So you've got this massive sense of scale there with these massive cranes. And that's quite an incredible thing. Um, but then you've got also this uh, 17th, 18th century um, fort mm. sitting mm. on on the on the uh, edge, and there was a couple of 1940s towers that look very brutalist. They're concrete, um, and they just looked out over the ocean. And I thought, I really want to get in there and see yeah. if I can drape that space. I just imagined dressing those. Um, and I managed to get in with the help of one of the volunteers who's very kind, called Lawrence. Um, and I just took, I did take the mannequin in the end um, because I thought I need a base to work from. I, I, I played with out the mannequin and with the mannequin and, mm-hmm. and both I kind of enjoyed. So I was yeah. draping the peripheries of the spaces in these 40s concrete towers. Um, and then it became about... The photography was the main result of that because nobody could get in and access and look at it as an installation. So I was really interested in how my perspective would really influence what people were seeing of the work. And mm, you couldn't mm. see how these things were put together. And Yeah. There's a, there's a whole bag of stuff going on there, really. Like, yeah. There's, there's a lot about perspective. And it's so fascinating Like mm. listening to you talk about it. Very passionate about it. Um, the... There's a different, there's like a narrative of of, of you actually doing it, and there's the yeah. consumption of us as audience, how we then see it, and then that story that that tells as yes, well. Yes, yeah. Um, and it's interesting that this all comes from a sort of fashion point of view, right? Yeah, I I think it it, it is interesting because I had a, a bit of a tricky time 
trying to work out my place within fashion and mm-hmm. whether this was a viable way of working within fashion. But I'm my argument was always, well, fashion is anything you want it to be. I, I, I think it's it's an art form. It's a form of art. Yes, it's an industry and it's a commodity and... But in essence, it's a thing that evokes um, excitement, changes, um, revolutionises ideas, Mm, and mm, mm. it's a platform for social, um, critical discourse. It's it's everything. So, I was. My argument is this can be fashion because it's my interpretation of art. It's my it's my art, and if I choose to call it fashion, that's. So you're carving your own space out. Yeah, so it is very much... And, and that was really challenging in the beginning because um, I was, there were other artists out there doing the similar things. Um, not similar in aesthetic, but in terms of challenging that idea of what can be considered fashion, such as um, I've spoken about these guys a lot, Rotting Dean Bazaar, mm-hmm. um, who have a very alternative way of um, looking at fashion. So, for example, making clothes out of a... Pasta, <laughs> well, not actual phys- <laughs> you know, stickers on on people's skin, and yeah. you know, how can you say that that's you, you can't sell that? It's a one-off thing, and, mm, and you mm. take the stickers off the skin, and, and then it's gone. So there's another thing about temporality, which is quite interesting, I think, as, as a point of research, and especially in the times we're in now, yeah, where well, things I, are so changeable. It, I'm a very very layman, I guess that would be right when it comes to fashion, um, but. but- it's, that's fine time is definitely something that i would probably associate it right yeah it, as a as a way uh, looking back on it from um a standard consumer's point of view but yeah even that is something that is really important to to fashion yeah, and yeah. listen to you talk it's definitely coming out from yeah. what you're saying yeah, yeah i think it's that whole idea at the moment of fast fashion i mean that's mm. that's literally spelling it out isn't it fast yeah, yeah, speed yeah. Yeah, yeah. time quick mm. Um, and that's the state of things at the moment. So does this, um, we touched on it lightly sort of at the beginning, um, but if we can go into a bit more detail mm. now about kind of the work that you're producing now and, and if anyone's yeah. listening to this in preparation for the degree show coming up in the end of August, what what would they what would they expect to see? Well, um, the work I'm producing, I've, I've made a film um, at UEA, I used UEA as the brutalist architectural kind of concrete space. I thought it was a really interesting location because it was kind of a, it was a walkway between buildings. So it wasn't really a space. It was kind of a non-space. It was kind of like passageway. I liked that idea. So mm. I kind of interrogated that with the fabric and I created some forms there. Um, and I made a moving image piece. So I wanted to see how adding sound and, and movement could affect the result. And, and I, I find it, re- I found the results really interesting and people have had a real kind of like strong reaction from that. So mm-hmm. I'll be showing that. Um, and for me, I think I like to work with whatever space I'm given. Mm-hmm. So if I, for example, at the shoe factory, um, when I did my exhibition at the shoe factory, I was draping fabric um, continually around the space. Um, and that was a site reactive kind of piece. So I was working with the space itself. Um, but at, at the show, you'll see, um, I would like to show uh, possibly a space that I've created. So a space within a space, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> um, so not your standard um, setup, um, yeah. but I might create something myself and drape that within the space it sits. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. That's what that you might good. see. I mean, I, I, I yeah, am we'll forever... see how it we'll see how it goes. I haven't made it yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I've definitely had the luxury of seeing some of your work, and I think Thanks. if it's anything like what you have produced before, then I think people listening to this uh, can get really excited about that that sort of Thank stuff. You. But I also know how important it is to. Um, develop and and keep mm. an open mind to the sort of almost improvisation and, and changing to, yeah. to adapt to that commentary that you're trying to make yeah right? yeah it's it's carving out that niche mm-hmm. um and because i think my work will exist in in these moments so um it will be presented to the audience as it is it's kind of it's important that it fits um its situation and its um I can't think of the right word but it's important that it fits that brief so yeah, yeah i'm yeah. trying to well, w- you mentioned a lot about environment as well so like right yeah. it's important that that you couldn't necessarily take what you did at the at uea or, yeah. or at the fort and just yeah, plonk yeah. it into you can't a, it's too that's the whole point is mm-hmm. like how do you communicate your work in that way um so in the future i suppose uh what i'd like to do is just continue working with that and continue and seeing how I can possibly work with galleries or in galleries or um, maybe it doesn't exist in galleries. Maybe it does just exist as photography. Yeah. Um, I don't really know that quite so yet. So that would be sort of your next steps to look yeah, into. Yeah, I'm going to continue making because I really love actually making shapes and make. I mm-hmm. love making as well. So as much as I, you know, I've been really theoretical lately and um, philosophical, probably a bit too much <laughs> about what I'm doing. It's it's really nice to make stuff. Mm. Um, but it's that whole tension and a bit of a bit of a paradox that I've got of making things that aren't really made to last or to to buy. It's kind of um, forging a practice like that, and I suppose that's as an artist, that's what you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we shall see. Yes, it's always an <laughs> awkward question to ask. I yeah. always hate being asked what's next, but I love it's, finding it. It's out. important. You have to think about it. Um, mm, but I think the main thing is to continue practicing whatever it is continue making continue photographing continue filming um because that's this is just the starting point for me really is the ma has set me up with my ideas and ways of looking at things and and methodologies for working so i can take those away with me and Mm. wherever i go and hopefully i can collaborate with new people out on the outside you know i've met some great people at uni that i've worked with um and that's another great thing about NUA and the courses mm. it's so cross-disciplinary yes so you yeah, can yeah. work with um photographers filmmakers game students mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um whatever you need it's all here for each other um to use each other's skills and share things so I want to take that and continue it outside hopefully definitely yeah, definitely, yeah. I think definitely a sense of other people we've spoke to they're really tapping into that sense of community yes it's really um, important here in their sort of immediate local area in mm. even norwich or ipswich, ipswich or yeah. wherever but then kind of it starts to really ripple out yeah yeah um, it's so important community. but if, if you're if this is kind of the starting point this ma has been the starting point for you if somebody was listening to this and they were then about to start their ma to start their starting point yeah yeah what, what advice would you give them oh um i think it's just it's great to know that that's what you want to do, first of all. It's mm-hmm. just make the decision and, and just be really open-minded and um, trust the, the uh, process, is what okay. I'd say. That's my advice, is trust in the process. Because the things that you do, you might think, I don't see how this is going uh, lead to lead up to something right now, maybe, you know. Um, you'll have ups and downs with your, you know, as you do when you're 
as as a creative person. Mm, definitely. Um, but trusting the process and knowing that actually it's the t- the teaching's amazing as well. So um, the fashion department is really incredible. Um, but go out go go out there and and do it like take it to the next level mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and really make the most of it i think um because it's just that one opportunity you've got to really utilize everything that's here yeah yeah um so i've done i did some welding today <laughs> <laughs> because i've only got four weeks left and i thought make the most of it. yeah i'm gonna make the most of it i might never weld again but i want to make a structure for the maybe the show and i'm thinking yeah i'm gonna just i've got to use the facilities while i can but yeah yeah, that's my Good advice. advice. Yeah, Thanks. I definitely share a <laughs> yeah, similar yeah. philosophy. Trying to make the most of everything. Before. Yeah, exactly. It's really important. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so I, I think that's a really good chat. It's been lovely cool. sort of finding out what you do. Um, just on, a, on a, um, a note to leave on, we've spoke a lot about some of your work and mm. um, obviously a podcast is not a good way of talking about some yeah, yeah. visual things. Yeah, yeah. And where would people be able to find out more about you okay um my instagram page is where i communicate most of my work Mm -hmm. um because i'm currently setting up a website um so the link to my website will be on my instagram page when it's up and running so um the instagram is at emily cannell artist so that's uh c-a-n-n-e-l-l artist Mm-hmm. We'll put it in the description yeah, yeah. so people can Brilliant. see it. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's always good to know to have that reference point. Go and right, have a little look. Yes. See if they think what we talked about, if they agree. Yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah. Feel no, something no. else. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll put that in the description uh, and on the website so people can see that as Brilliant. well. Brilliant. But yeah, thanks for coming along. No problem at all. It's thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. All right. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.